1: Hey, just a heads up programming wise, uh, our own Rob O'Donnell, he's on three to six. He has been live at CPAC going on in the nation's capital. And if you didn't get to hear the show yesterday, there were a lot of guests on his show. We do have it up on the Rewind. If you go to the Odyssey app, right, go down to the Rewind, look for Rob's show. Uh, He talked to a whole bunch of well-known people. Uh, He talked uh, to Matt Schlepp. Former White House political director. Uh, He also talked to the uh, former head of ICE about the border. Um, Also, former White House deputy director of strategic communications, Roma Davari. Eric Prince founder of Blackwater, military contractor, yeah. I
2: have heard that name in a while.
1: Yeah, so um, just a whole lot of people. Ambassador Rick Grinnell, who's a former ambassador under uh, Donald Trump. So um, a whole bunch of people there if you want to check it out. You can go on the Odyssey app, And then you go under, you find the shows, you find Rob O'Donnell from yesterday. You can check it out. He has more today, later on today. Uh, So uh, you want to stay tuned for that. Three, two, six, W-I-L-K.
2: CPAC, for some reason, I told my wife, oh, he's live at CPAC. She goes, what's that? A conservative political action conference. conference it's
1: very well known it
2: is but not to my wife and there are people who don't really know so if you're listening going that seems very one-sided to conservative issues yeah because it's, it's, it's that's what it's all about yes so understand okay. that <laughs>
1: right. yeah. it is all about that 570-883-0098 yesterday at this time we were talking about an AT&T outage according to the company they say it's all about expansion and not an attack Okay, there were a lot of concerns because there was this uh, it was pretty widespread, even though not every AT&T subscriber had it. Um, But they're saying it was an application and execution of an incorrect process, which to those of us are like, what? (laughs) coding, a coding issue, C-O-D-I-N-G. And they claimed it was something that was supposed to help the network. And instead, it obviously had the opposite impact. Um, at first, it was thought some other companies like Verizon might have also been involved, but they believe that the number of people that might have contacted them thinking there was a problem might have been trying to text someone who was affected AT&T-wise and was getting a, could not send, and they themselves thought that their service was I can't
2: reach my boss and tell them I'm late. I have Verizon. What's wrong with my phone? No, the problem is their (laughs) phone is AT&T, so. Yeah. But thanks for checking
1: in. So that's what they say the problem was, but it was really kind of, uh, you know, one of those things that in today's world, where it used to take days, right, for news to break, when you used to have the Pony Express, and you'd find out, Something big happened a week later. Um, You find out within seconds and minutes and that starts the conspiracy theories and the concerns. And I think there is a real concern about the vulnerability that we have to a, a grid to satellites, uh, to anything that could impact our communications. Imagine emergency services, you're not able to contact them. We heard about a cyber attack on pharmacies nationwide. And that has caused prescriptions to be delayed. So when you can't get medicine to people, When you can't have communications, um, you know, those are the kinds of things where you go. um, Things could get ugly really fast. In this case, they're saying it was not any kind of nefarious actor. The problem is it took a long time for them to come out with the information.
2: We as a society, just overall, have gotten very comfortable with the idea that our technology works. We probably should be a little bit more tentative and more, hmm, like look into how to, you know, prevent issues from happening. Great example, like I'll use radio stations, Nancy. Back in the day, we used to play CDs, then computers took over and started playing the music. And every radio station I worked at made sure they had all the CDs there just in case the computer failed. They don't do that anymore. Because we trust that it's gonna work. Same thing with computers. People had external hard drives to do backups. Now a lot of people go, well, it's in the cloud. What if the cloud breaks too? Like, There's a lot of things we put our our, our trust in. And we don't have really do, good do, backup ideas do we ideas. have
1: do we have um, backup plans uh, do we have a right in some ways to feel that we may not be prepared you know you I don't really, think we are like, I mean cuz we find ourselves a lot of times scrambling now FBI uh, Department of Homeland Security they all contacted AT&T yeah. as did the FCC yesterday because they wanted to know you know, tell us what's happening here because this becomes a security issue. Um, so the FBI said, yes, we, had, we did talk to AT&T. If we found anything that was maliciously done or, you know, criminally done, we would let you know. So at this point, right. it looks like a coding issue. It was something linked to what they say was expansion and had nothing to do with any kind of nefarious actors or cyber hacking or anything like that. It's
2: funny, there's a text that says, the sheer panic of people under 30 years old whose phones weren't working yesterday was something to behold. <laughs> and it, like, it's funny on the surface to laugh about that, but just think about how connected we are to them. It's They're a part of our everyday life. In It's not just Angry Birds or... Bejeweled, is that the game? I
1: think, <laughs> like, I think it is. Yeah, like
2: it, these Social things. Social media,
1: people are connected and um, unhealthily so, let's sure. be honest.
2: But when it comes to the important features that they offer, like we've kind of gotten used to it. Like all, it should almost be like if every uh, postal carrier just quit, we'd have to go pick up our mail. Mm-hmm. We're used to them bringing it to us. Right. When that system dies. Right. We're all like what do, what do you do? It is trivial. It
1: is trivial in the grand scheme of things. The the scary part is if it were to happen on a grand scale, right? And there was some other emergency, right, right? If if some terror attack or something were to happen and people are panicking and they can't contact someone. Look, we we lived our lives. I mean, for me up until the nineteen um, nineties of not having a phone with me in the car, and if I broke down, you know, maybe you had a call box sure. every mile on the interstate, right? Was it? Oh, and that was a turnpike. Um, so we can get by without a phone, and um, absolutely,
2: we we know that because we, we've lived it, like you said, but again, um, it's unhealthy.
1: Those, the attachment
2: are the call boxes still there.
1: I believe not.
2: So, I mean, like, again, this is like removing the CDs I from the studio. They, said this they is... were
1: removing those a number of years ago, so I don't believe so.
2: Yeah, like, if, if the way you're supposed to do it no longer works, what do you do? Mm-hmm. So, I don't think, I wasn't, I mean, I don't even have ATT anymore. I used to, but uh, so I wasn't affected by this. But I, when these things happen, I think, what if it's not? an easy fix. What if this is weeks or months? Mm-hmm. You know, you start talking, it's almost like, you know, we're prepared to, to go about our business every day without a glitch. Something like 9-11 happens, that changes everything because suddenly everything we knew and how we get places and do things changes. How we,
1: it, it, this it, it is, is not on that level. Complacent but about how close we are at any moment to some kind of sheer confusion and chaos. But
2: if some terrorist group came in and took out all of our, uh, you know, mobile carriers,
1: Someone wants us to know the CB radio works. So yeah, you've got that going for you. Another one says, maybe that independent rocket that went to the moon yesterday hit the AT&T satellite on its way up. No.
2: It was already up there. So (laughs) chronologically, your argument does not make sense.
1: But it is one of those things where you go, you know, it's not nice to not, not to find out quickly what it was that happened, which makes you think, did they not know? Were they all going, what the heck? Because why wouldn't they say it right then?
2: Yeah, if it's just as simple as right. somebody was like, You hit yes. Right. You should have clicked no, dummy. Like that's how yeah. it feels. Right. So hopefully it's something that doesn't happen again and they learn from it.
1: That's we got all. we got somebody who wants to check in with us. Uh five seven zero eight eight three zero zero nine nine eight. Uh Jeff from Durier. Jeff, you're on W I L K.
3: Nancy and Jason, one thing that I think we're missing here, and you talked about it a little bit, Nancy, about you grew up in the 90s and you had a job and you traveled and you knew how to get contact outside of the idea of a cell phone. But now we have middle aged folks. You know, younger than yourself who have children, this is how they stay in contact with them at school. Know how they're getting home from school. Know what's going on at daycare. Um, are connected to their security systems at home. So it's actually the ease of what can be done on our cell phones now. Not necessarily the social media or knowing things about like the world, it's about what's on there. Our bank accounts, our credit cards—they're saved in Apple Wallets. If Our phones are working. Can we use them? Right. So I think it's greater than that. Are we're able to use it for such a great tool and have a dependency on it to perform our daily duties? Not just the social media that we're, I think everybody is trying to lay on as like, oh my God, it's like an addiction. Well, no, it is. I think it is an addiction.
2: House. But you know what? Hang on, what we're saying here is, like, I get exactly what you're saying, man. But like. People like to go for the low-hanging fruit. Social media and Angry Birds and the games and stuff, that's what's easy to make fun of. But you're right, there's a lot of stuff that could potentially go wrong that people are discrediting. Well, because
1: there are places that won't take cash, right? You were mm-hmm. now hearing about that. Imagine if phones go down, you don't have access to uh being able to utilize your wallet pay or whatever it is that you use. Um it really does make us completely dependent. And how many young people know the phone number of their family members to call if they don't have it on a contact list, right? <laughs>
3: Yeah, just even that, like if, if my daughter's at daycare and they know that they're going to send through the app that she has a fever and we're going to go pick her up, they now need to find a different way to call. I don't even actually know if I have my work phone number, my desk phone number at work on the emergency contact list. Right, oh, all
1: those are good things to but, think about. Like,
3: yeah. I just but thought, that's, but that's, yeah. that's the changes that need to happen. We need to go back to some old habits that keep us safe or keep us grounded, maybe, you know? Right,
1: right. I, I appreciate your input, Jeff. Thank you. Some really good points made. Have a great day, okay? Have a great day. Thanks, Bones, you to you. Bye-bye. It is 720 at WILK. All
2: right, time for 2020 traffic and weather together. Another look at the roads. Here's Tyler Cornell.
0: Thanks, guys. This Data Internet Traffic Update is brought to you by The Farmer's Dog, fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. Foggy conditions continue to create visibility issues on the roads during the morning commute. In Schoolkill County on Interstate 81 north and southbound between exits 100 and 138, Pine Grove, McDew, the speed limit has been reduced to 55 miles per hour. And in Lackawanna County, watch out for a rollover accident in Springbrook on Laurel Road near Route 690. If you see a problem, call the jam line at 570-883-7269. I'm Tyler Cornell with your Penteladata Internet Traffic Update.
1: Taking a look at that Storm Tracker 16 forecast, meteorologist Allie Gallo says we start off with morning showers. Becoming partly sunny, today's high will be near 50 some point in the midday, but the temperatures will fall uh, through the rest of the day. Tonight, breezy, colder, snow flurries at a low of 20. Breezy and cold for your Saturday, maybe a morning snow shower, but clearing in the afternoon. Saturday's high, 31. And then on Sunday, sunny, breezy, milder. Sunday's high, 43. We're going to be in the 50s near 60 next week. We'll chat with Allie Gallo just about 25 minutes from now and get all the details coming up. It's 721. A couple of stories we need to talk about. Alabama and that recent uh, court uh, ruling that had to do with embryos and how it's affecting IVF treatments and it opens up a whole lot of other questions. We'll get into that. Also,
2: if you have have your kids in a deep uh, nitrogen-induced freeze in your car like an embryo, You might want to turn the radio down. You don't want them to hear this. Because they're children, Nancy. They're children, Nancy.
1: And also coming up, we'll talk about recreational marijuana. Okay, how close would the governor be to actually making this happen? Big decision recently by the Alabama Supreme Court. Recently ruling that frozen embryos can be considered children under state law, and that raises lots of concerns about how the decision could affect in vitro fertilization, commonly known as IVF. And it also uh, brings up questions about birth control, certain types that don't allow implantation. So if that embryo is considered a child and you don't, and you make it a hostile environment, we have others who are saying, if that's the case, does child support begin at conception? It's just like a whole bunch of things. But right now, the IVF is a big concern. Uh, because on Wednesday, University of Alabama, Birmingham Hospital paused IVF treatments, considering the ruling significance and how it could impact what they're doing. And then on Thursday, IVF providers, Alabama Fertility Services, decided to pause parts of their program. So um, it, this is a, a you know... The treatment for IVF uses hormones, triggers ovulation, multiple eggs produced, a needle used to re- needle used to remove them from ovaries and fertilize, adding sperm to the eggs. Um, <clears throat> and then um, you know, you can implant, yeah, or you can some are frozen in case you need to use them later. What happens with those, too, if those are quote unquote, children? And so and you it's them really, in a freezer,
2: it would be the argument, right?
1: Or would they be forced to be born?
2: You can't, though. There's a lot of well, different...
1: It, I, there's a lot of things I thought you couldn't, well, right, and this kind of throws everything upside down. It,
2: it does. I mean, let's go... This is like the slipperiest of slopes. Like, well, what if this? And what, But you have to ask that, because these embryos... Uh, like. All right, hypothetically, I don't know, have you ever seen someone who's doing IVF and they they hold up a picture of their embryos. Mm-hmm. They give you pictures of the embryos and you can look at it and trust me, those people who don't have kids who want kids, who see that embryo, that's their child. They look at it that way. That's their personal perspective. Right. Um but you wouldn't care cuz it's not your problem and that that embryo can't survive outside of the human body or unless it's frozen. So it's people feel about this stuff in different ways. Okay, so you have this embryo. Oh, excuse me, I almost broke something. Nancy, oh, sorry. It was your
1: his monitor, kind of. Sorry. Pulled.
2: What happens if you put that embryo in? It's a child. Needs to grow. Doesn't take. Woman has a miscarriage, or, as you might say, the woman murders that baby because her. Bu- Is she now a criminal? It's Miscarriages have questions. And yeah. The
1: doctors who perform these are concerned about how they would be possibly right. responsible if something goes wrong. Um, I'm looking here at a story, the doctor's concern. Doctors outside Alabama worried about possible national implications of this recent court decision. It could substantially restrict access to a very vital fertility treatment that has helped countless folks today expand their families. When you look at the percentage of pregnancies in the United States that result from in vitro fertilization, it's about 2%. It could increase the cost of IVF, which is already extremely expensive for many families uh, because of things like additional storage fees, liability costs. Costs one cycle of IVF, including all embryos transferred, now costs fifteen to twenty-five thousand dollars. Another ra- ramification: fewer providers. Right? I don't think that any doctor, knowing that there's a potential for criminal prosecution, sure. would even want to be in that position," said one uh, spokesman for physicians.
2: There's also this: uh, I-, I jumped ahead to they put the egg or they put the embryo in the woman, and she miscarries. Is she a murderer? I don't think so. What if the doctor? What if there's a technical issue and the doctor during the transfer accidentally doesn't put it in the woman's body, but it, I don't know, it flies out of the syringe and hits the floor? Did she just murder a child? Uh, it, it, look, this, but it also it, goes to
1: birth control, as I mentioned, because no, there are right. ones that you it, this wouldn't even be with IVF. But if you're now considering that embryo and yeah. you take something to stop it from implantation in the uterine wall, are you now all of a sudden because this is an assault or an attack right. on what they are considering a child?
2: Like It walks parallel with abortion arguments. You hear about like, well, are they child, children or not? Are they lives or not? They're so different. On one side, you have people who are trying to get rid of this future potential life. We'd all agree it was a potential life uh, at least, or a life. In this case, with the children, these people want to bring this child to life. Their intentions are to right. have a child. If you're thinking, oh, well, they're just pausing these treatments, what's the big deal? I'd say get informed on it because so many people... think if you're spending, in the
1: middle of a treatment.
2: And that's happened. There's a woman they talked to, she's been doing, like, preparing for three months. Right. Because you all have all those,
1: those hormones and everything like crazy. Yeah. Someone says, uh, tell the whole story, some are frozen and some are destroyed, which is true. There are some that are destroyed. So now, all of a sudden, will doctors be, or parents, that's, to be positive? possibly, you know, be held criminally responsible. But we have a lot of things. Like
2: it's a jackass kind of statement, no offense, when you say like, oh, some are destroyed some are this. There's a lot of uh, every nook and cre- you can You can break this down. Uh, yeah, sometimes they get donated for science. Some, But again, they cannot survive. out. They're not in the human body. They can't survive outside of the human body. And they might not even make it if you put them in the human body. So right. please get informed. Don't be a jackass about it, because a lot of people out there just want to have kids.
1: Hey, we've got um, some big news at the local airport here in Avoca. The Wilkes-Barre Scranton Airport is getting D.C. service. Yes. uh, Washington Dulles International Airport twice daily direct flights from the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Airport. It's with United Airlines. It's coming back starting June the 27th. The uh, daily departures 10.05 a.m. and 2.45 p.m. Then flights from uh, to Avoca, coming back here at 1:54 and 6:58 p.m. So it's been since March of 2022 yep. when there was a service uh, to Washington D.C. And they said in the past um, it was a terrific response from flyers. And Carl Beardsley, Beardsley uh, Jr., who is the airport director, said we are really excited to have this back. I think it's exciting to have that opportunity. It's a beautiful airport. It is smooth sailing. It is so easy to get through security. Um, It's always a pleasure, I think, when you can just go right out of there and then end up there. You're going to be right in Washington, D.C. D.C. itself, huge draw, and then there's so many things near there. So it's good news that they're back, again, starting June 27th.
2: Yeah, yeah, they'll fly you right directly in the middle of the political bleep show that is the United (laughs) States of America. I mean, it's a a, a great service to add.
1: It is. is. It's a great um, one to have. Meanwhile, uh, the Supreme Court has been uh, making some decisions this week, a whole bunch of them. And and this whole question about immunity still looms for the former president. Uh, Will they have, there's a lot of people speculating, will they make a decision as to whether they're going to hear that case? It just went through, uh, you know, another court where they said he doesn't have immunity. So there are some who thought, oh, you know, they're not going to take this thing on. This was a well thought out opinion. Um, But the fact that they haven't ruled yet makes you wonder so um just to let you know though earlier this week they rejected appeals from three republican u.s house members who challenged the fines they got for not wearing face coverings on the house floor remember back in 2021 right. uh the justices did not comment on leaving in place the 500 dollars fines issued to representative marjorie taylor green uh, thomas massey and ralph norman uh, three Republicans, uh, was part of the uh, House response to the COVID pandemic. You
3: break the
2: rules, you pay the price. <laughs> it's out there. And we know it's you. You weren't wearing, wearing a mask. Yeah.
1: And also, uh, the Supreme yeah. Court refused to pause that $2.46 billion settlement for Boy Scout abuse victims. So uh, I guess uh, they were considering um, a similar bankruptcy deal, the Supreme Co- the uh, Boy Scouts of America, and they wanted a pause on this thing. But a group of abuse victims urged the justices, uh, they wanted to pause the Boy Scouts uh, bankruptcy deal while the victims challenged to the plan proceeds because if there's bankruptcy, you know, how much are they gonna get? They said, like, pause this thing, and uh, they refused. There were 144 individuals who suffered childhood sexual abuse, and they said uh, they would. Uh, their case could be impacted. The justices did not explain why they denied the victim's application. There were no noted dissents, but that's just some of what's going on. But a lot of people wondering about the um, the immunity. That's the big uh, question. And uh, you know, if they're together today, will there be a decision today, or are they still mulling this thing over? We, we shall find out of alley yeah. on this friday everyone's got the friday fever but it's really foggy on this Friday. It is, yeah. So even though there's
4: no more really precipitation happening, the wintry mix, uh, there's low clouds, dense
1: fog. We're not in a dense fog advisory right now, but definitely reduce visibility as you are heading out the door. Yeah, we were getting some text messages from drivers. They're like, it's pretty foggy in some parts. Be yes. really careful. So just a little heads up there. Some of us were like, wow, uh, snow in the afternoon yesterday, late in the day. That was not yeah, that it wasn't. big snowflake. Yeah, it was, it was... Predicted, but it was, I think most of us were thinking that early. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Allie. It was, yep. Oh, uh, my wife said something yesterday and she's not a meteorologist, you are. And my son even said, what that doesn't make any sense it was raining it was very cold and my wife said it looks like it's trying to snow and i'm like what does <laughs> it even mean and then I, I wanted to make fun of her but then about five minutes later it actually started to snow
1: <laughs> big <laughs> it trying to snow i've yes,
2: never so heard that before here, yes. that's not a real phrase right it's
1: true no i love it <laughs> yes oh
2: okay so you like it but it's not real okay it's <laughs> not
4: real
2: yeah you can see it's straining
4: but it was big <laughs> big snow yes the yes uh and uh, some spots it did stick i mean where i was it wasn't even sticking to the grass but we did see you know some slick spots
1: there's delays this morning some two-hour delays in eastern far eastern pennsylvania this morning right Right. now today um we do have the sun coming some of it and also we're gonna get mild but then things are gonna change pretty fast kind of like get ready for it
4: yeah so yeah it's still a, a decent day today so eventually seeing some sun it might take a little bit of time but we do see some afternoon sun 48 for a high today so actually a pretty decent day and then tonight more so into early tomorrow morning the cold front actually passes and that's going to bring wind and colder temperatures so by early tomorrow morning by like this time tomorrow morning i think we'll be in like the low 20s
1: oh boy cold cold all right so for the rest of the weekend though people have plans what are we looking at yes
4: so increasing sun tomorrow but cold only near 30 for a high that brisk wind all day long but Sunday is basically a perfect February day 40s less wind lots of
1: sunshine all day so Sunday is perfect and Monday is kind of perfect too yeah I'm thinking for skiers it's a nice weekend too because yeah, I'm because, sure they yeah cold and snow making and then exactly. the snow we had okay so next week I did see are we still looking at something in the upper 50s close to 60.
4: yeah I 50 on Monday mid50s Tuesday Wednesday is probably going to be the
1: warmest day I think we could be close to 60 which we haven't done since uh i think like november wild that's wild yeah. and especially in the february but we know fe- march is always that dangerous like we <laughs> we're so excited it's going to be nice and sunny and warm and then we get that crazy blizzard
2: we let our guard down
1: yeah. <laughs> yes. let's hope not right Alrighty, we'll talk next hour okay ali Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, lots of information there. I always um,
2: forget. My March is the one when we're just like, ah, we're done. Oh, we're not
1: done. No. So Listen, March comes in like a lion, out like a lamb. Sometimes it comes in like a lamb. Middle gets to a line, then it goes back to a lamb. You never know with March, though. It's so unpredictable.
2: And we could update that, too. I mean, it's <laughs> March comes in like your neighbor's nice dog, but then... Yeah. It goes out like your other neighbors uh, whose fence breaks and all the dogs attack the mailman. Yeah,
1: let's hope not, right? Cloudy it's, skies, 35 degrees the better. at your official weather station, WI. Okay, how about this? I guess China is going to be sending pandas to the United States. Remember those other pandas that left because we had to give them back after oh, yeah, so long? Yeah. They contract them. They, they lease them. Um, China is sending a pair of giant pandas to the San Diego Zoo. It looks like a renewal of the panda diplomacy that China practiced until most were ordered back home last year. Um, that was apparently at that time a sign of China's displeasure with some <laughs> Western nations. It wasn't just yeah. us. Zoo Atlantis still has four giant pandas.
2: Oh, really? I thought they were all gone.
1: The sole representatives of their species in this hemisphere until the new couple arrive in San Diego. Don't know yet when they'll be coming by. Someone just said the Daffodils are popping up on their property. I get nervous because once the buds come out and you think, oh God, if it gets really cold, what's going to happen?
2: But the panda story. Um, mm-hmm. I had been down in, D- I went to the, the uh, Smithsonian DC Zoo okay. over the summer and uh, they built that whole zoo basically around this attraction of the pandas. Like They were the main attraction. There were mm-hmm. signs up like, the last day. is like it was a going away party. Right. I don't know what they're doing right now. Right. You know, the pandas are a little hard to see, but if you look closely, you might know, nope, you're not going <laughs> no, to. You're not But see yeah, them so it, it, there's no news that they're coming back there. Maybe eventually. Maybe Let's eventually. hope so.
1: Meanwhile, on another related kind of animals in captivity story, zookeepers at Britain's Lincolnshire Wildlife Park, trying to correct the manners of their famously potty-mouthed parrots, this could go really bad. They have moved the eight parrots into an enclosure with 92 birds that have nicer manners. They are hoping that the parrots that have the potty mouths will clean up their act. They do acknowledge it could backfire. We could end up with 100 swearing parrots on our hands. Only time will tell, uh, said the chief executive of the park. Um, one of the bad boys has been singing. Uh, I guess um, they've been getting better. One of them is singing We Wish You a Merry Christmas over and over again.
2: Uh, That's sweet gonna,
1: and innocent.
2: It's going to change, though, to We Wish You a bleeping Christmas or something. That's... I mean, that's a real gamble, though. Really, I'm
1: sure they'll keep an ear out. I don't want to say an eye on them. They'll keep an ear on them.
2: I, I, I just, just, I mean, can you imagine right. the tourist attraction that that would become 100 foul-mouthed parrots? Right. I'd fly, to, I'd fly uh, over there.
1: To, maybe there's a part of them that wants it because it probably be, brings more tourists in. Yeah. Keep them potty-mouthed. I'll tell
2: you, know. just from personal experience, anyone who has had young kids in school, my kids are there, they go in, sweet. And then they leave. <laughs> it's like a parent. Uh, you know, where did you learn that? It's never like, yeah. Why did you start saying, "Oh,
1: shucks"? That's usually on the bus, Jason. The bus is the devil. All right, a federal judge on Wednesday affirmed a $5 million arbitration award against Pillow chief executive, Mike Lindell. This is, this is a wild story. Yeah. Um, it's all in favor of a software engineer who challenged data that Lindell said proves China interfered in the 2020 US presidential election, tipping the outcome to Joe Biden. So what had happened was, um, I guess at the time, Uh, He launched his Prove Mike Wrong Challenge as part of a cyber symposium that he hosted in August of 2021. It was in Sioux Falls, uh, South Dakota, offering a $5 million reward through Lindell Management for anyone who could prove that packet captures and other data he released were not valid data from the November 2020 election. Uh, So a judge said, this guy... He challenged the data successfully. You now owe him $5 million. So Lindell says he does plan to appeal. Asked if he can afford to pay, he pointed out that the breach of contract lawsuit was one against one of his companies and not against him uh, personally. He says, of course, we're going uh, to appeal it. This guy doesn't have a dime coming, said Lindell. The judge says otherwise. So yeah. you gotta be careful when you make like kind of a challenge like that publicly.
2: Completely, I mean slightly related because Mike Lindell, Was, was I half asleep or is he now selling my towels? Oh, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm just asking because I, I know he does the pillows still. And he's, you know, he's doing his thing. I swear I saw a commercial where he was like,
1: I created the greatest towels. Well, like, you know what? Why not? If you have well, the sure. success off the pillows, there's only so many pillows you can sell, right, before you start going to something else. But
2: I feel like I'm making that up. but I Because uh, sometimes I'll fall asleep. I'll hear a word. and I'll dream and stuff. I could just Google it, but it just popped in my head right now. Um, And uh, if so, how many do you own?
1: (laughs) My what? Towels.
2: Towels. Yeah, how many, uh, you know, do they say like ML on them? Like Mike Lindell? How do you know they're yours? they don't say
1: that on the pillows.
2: How do you know it's your pillow then? It's my pillow. It's probably the most
1: comfortable towel ever.
2: Right, our towel supposed to be comfortable.
1: Uh, yes, we. What do you want one that's like sandpaper when you go to dry off? Nice it depends.
2: If I have dry day. skin, I've actually had that happen. And thought this oh, is God. a great towel to scratch my back <laughs> God, with. <laughs> it feels a little I like, like a little. Like when bottom. I
1: pull my towel off the beach and but all the anyway, sand scrubs against my body. I'll be
2: following that case. I'm not mocking I mean Like my the guy obviously knows how to start a business. He was successful with the sure, pillows, yeah. so who
1: knows? But he's got five million dollars now that, that he owes because of that. All right, coming up, uh, we can certainly talk about uh, Governor Shapiro, the pitch he has. To legalize recreational marijuana. This is something he wants. He asked for, he talked about in his budget. He, it was Tom Wolf before that who also mm-hmm. was supportive of this. Um, but then Wolf had a completely Republican co- controlled legislature. Yeah. Shapiro does have a Democratic led state house. He doesn't have the same in the Republican Senate, but things could be changing there. Is this just talk? Not going anywhere, or will there actually be a willingness to move forward? And how would it be done? No,
2: I haven't seen his comments. I, I would say this: if I had a guess, he's not—he's not going to die on this hill. If he can get it done without major opposition, sure. But this will be the compromise—the thing he's willing to give up. I'm willing to put this one down if it means we but all it get sounds along. Sounds like other some stuff.
1: Republicans may be willing to move forward. The yeah. problem they have is, as always, <clears throat> the devil is in the details. And one of the things that they're not happy with, Republicans is uh, the percentage of tax. It was like a 20% uh, tax on this thing. And like the whole point of doing it is to bring in cash, right? Money, money, money. Um, Anyway, we'll get into like, you know, is this thing actually going to be done? How is it going to be done? How is it being proposed Uh, to be done.
2: We missed the window on the big bucks, I think, but, uh, you know, whatever you could still, the
1: bucks just keep on coming, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh,
1: usually does anyway.
2: uh, That's the theory at least. So I guess we get in the game when we get in the game.